recently posted um generally about um a brief reflection and mindful strategy um today i want to talk about um liver king basically about his nine ancestral tenants um so i'll be going through those today um talking some about my experience with that um <clears throat> so i'm going to mention the the ones listed i mean you can google them um but it's called liver kings nine ancestral tenants um so they're sleep eat move shield connect sun and bond Sorry, I missed one. After sun, there's fight and bond. And so, you know, lately I've really been dealing with a lot. Like, I think everybody knows by now, you know, this whole um, transitional process in summer. Um... I kind of moved without a real solid game plan in my head. I was like, yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back by like September. But it probably honestly took until September for me to start actually feeling um, like I had the energy and motivation and willpower and actually any desire at all to even start even thinking about making any kind of changes um with you know kind of what I had going on pretty much um like it was just it was pretty it was a lot it was pretty draining to kind of make a good decision for myself like it's one of those things that you know I tend to be at least in the past, like when I when I look back, I kind of notice that I do have this tendency to kind of want to push through things that really aren't necessary. Um, there's something about like quitting something that I've already invested energy and time and effort into, even if it's not necessarily beneficial for me. It's hard to kind of hit that quit button. Um, so that was kind of what was going on with the people I was living with. It was like, I already knew I didn't want to live with them, but I wasn't leaving either. Um, and so that was just a process and then getting COVID and everything. And then I kind of just realized, not just now, but like, you know, I realized I was like, you know, eventually I was like, you know, I kind of need something to do you know something to follow uh along with and so I think that's when I got more into podcasting and I started podcasting more like almost every day um I mean I was already doing that for a while but I can't remember which month I think it was like July 
Yeah, because I, I remember it must have been around July because I, I got COVID around July. And um, I got COVID and then I kind of realized, um, you know, yeah, I couldn't really record for a little bit. And then, you know, once I started, you know, with the course I'm in right now, um, you know, I started having less time, you know, once I started the portion of starting to switch into a new job, um, that kind of started in September. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've been trying different things, like coming across different things, because I've just been studying a lot of different, I don't know if you call it lifestyles, but definitely a lot of different um, methods that people use to kind of live. Uh, you've probably heard a lot of the content I post about, like, that I was posting about the Amish. Um, I posted a lot of stuff about Judaism, about Christianity, about paganism. Um, sometimes, you know, things can come from, like, a, a direct religious perspective, but then other times, you know, I start getting into other stuff like, uh, um, people who focus, not, not to say that, you know, spiritual health, physical health, mental health, that it's not all connected because it's all connected, you know, it's all connected. You can't just have like physical health, but then like you never have any aspect of spiritual thing or you never eat healthy or you never have like, you know, um, like, you know, there's other stuff that comes along with it, you know, but, um, one thing I've kind of noticed, um, was, you know, like, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I was really, like, searching for something, it was more like a project of searching through different things, but I never really found myself really, like, trying to search for a specific method to use, but, you know, I was like, oh, you know, kind of like, what could it hurt? Um, so there are a lot of, like, content creators, even, like, Jamie Messina and, like, other people that I've come across that, you know, have some positive outlooks on things that they post. Um, so let's look at this, uh, Liver King Nine Ancestral Tenants. So the ones I mentioned, you know, Sleep, Eat, Move. Shield, connect, cold, sun, fight, bond. Um, so sleep, you know, is definitely something that, you know, is a necessity. I mean, all of these are necessities, but sleep is definitely something that can't really be um, really substituted in any way. Caffeine isn't a substitute for poor sleep. Um, sleeping in isn't... Uh, I mean, sleeping in might be a little helpful. Like, just to get the hours, con consecutive hours in. But as far as I understand, it's not a helpful idea to think about, like, oh, I'm going to catch up on sleep. I once had a, a challenge from a supervisor that, you know, 
was explaining, you know, you know, trying to spend 12 to 24 hours a week, um, consecutive hours, just like not doing anything, not going out, not, um, really spending money, not really having to do any chores, um, not really, you know, having to do any kind of responsibility, um, now I was kind of raised around a culture where, you know, people kept the Jewish Sabbath, I was kind of raised around a Sabbath culture, and one thing I found beneficial about that was definitely that it was always motivational, um, like having like a mandatory break in a religious way um really does help um to just kind of shut down life um now that's not necessarily directly related to sleep but we'll get back to those types of topics um eating i mean nutrition is definitely help helpful um Food is, you know, when I had a trainer, they said food is like at least 65% of your fitness um, move. So, you know, exercising, at least the basics. Like, I feel like everyone who checks in with their doctor once a year, a lot of the stuff they're going to tell you, you know, sleep eight hours a day, eat the food groups and you know, all this kind of stuff, um, you know, how much calories you should be eating, what the proportion should look like, and portion size, and portion control, and, um, you know, get, get at least 30 minutes of cardio a day, and, you know, a lot of that, I mean, those are only three things that were taught probably since kindergarten or preschool. It's not like, there aren't that many people who don't know how don't know about doing those things but myself included as well as a lot of people I know I know a lot of people who struggle with doing these things um now I've gone multiple years without having a consistency of those three things um you know definitely when I was going through grad school there was a point where I just stopped, stopped cooking altogether and, uh, just started stopping by fast food. Um, there were definitely other times where, you know, I would lose sleep or not feel fully rested. Um, there were times in my life when I would just drop by the gym whenever I would leave from work or class or whatever. Um, because I always liked living close enough to the gym that, you know, it was on the way home and then dropping by the gym. Uh, one easy way for me with the gym is, you know, sitting on the bike. Um, just sit on the bike, um, the one with the forward-facing pedals, and that's the time for checking emails, texting, um, going on social media. I mean, I know it's not as focused 
but it's like usually you'll already get in 30 minutes of cardio by that point and I just put it on a pretty high resistance like 20 um and just pedal it out and at the very least that's pretty helpful um now the difficulty with gyms is that you're going you know you're waste not I don't want to call it a waste it's not a waste of time but if you really are trying to do just a 30 minute thing I've usually found that it's just easier to do that from home. Well, you can do plenty of um, at-home exercises, um, like 10 minutes worth of cardio in the house, even just squats. Just do 10 minutes of squats and then just body weight exercises, push-ups, you know, um, you know, I don't know, there's all kinds of stuff, like those uh, calf raises, um, do wall push-ups, wall sits, lunges, I mean, just that basic stuff for 30 minutes is fine, especially if you're pretty consistent with it, it's going to work out just fine, Um, it's kind of enough cardio in there for most people, Um, but figuring out what you need to eat based on your... um, exercise and movement levels that's something that you know not everybody knows what that looks like for them Um, sometimes it helps to consult a nutritionist or dietitian Um, the next one is shield so you know shielding against environmental dangers um, protecting against things like, uh, um, like Wi-Fi, you know, 5G, um, you know, different types of light, like when you're trying to sleep, like blue light, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, I'm still learning about, um, one thing I've kind of incorporated recently, maybe I can mention it here, is trying to really be a lot more attentive to screen time. Now, that for me is a very hard one because, like, those two things. I would say screen time and multitasking, right? So, if I think about my typical day, um, you know, when it's not maybe like a super focused day... Um, like I, I'm not married or anything. So, you know, usually like I can spend days pretty much by myself. Not really. Um, I wouldn't say I don't interact with anybody. Like I'm always interacting with people, but, um, maybe not physically in person every day, but I mean, I've always kind of lived with people for the most part too. So, um, I'm pretty much, I pretty much see people like every day. Like there might be a few days every so often where I just like, might just stay in my room and just work from my room and just make it a point to not really see anybody for maybe like two days maybe three days you know I just really want to be by myself every so often that happens but you know I think almost every day you know I see people um but I would say the multitasking for me is definitely a challenge to avoid Um, I work eight hours, you know, I'm on the computer for 
at least a little over eight hours because, you know, I log on a little early, log off, you know, a little after. So at least a couple minutes more than eight hours, if not much longer than that. So right now my schedule is, you know, if I wake up early enough and have something I want to record on, I'll do like a podcast recording or so, however many I can fit in. So that's before work, at least 15 minutes to maybe like an hour. I don't know if I would consider that screen time. I mean, technically it is because I'm recording into my phone, so there's not much I can really do about that. So it's technically screen time, but I'm not really like actively like watching anything. Like sometimes if I'm on the Anchor app, I'll watch the time, you know, because it times out after 60 minutes. And so you know, it'll cut off the episode, um, it'll save automatically, usually, but it'll cut off the episode, um, so that's one thing to be aware of, um, but a typical day for me does include a lot of screen time, and I'm mentioning this for the area of S.H.I.E.L.D., so for me, you know, you know, if I'm not, recording in the morning I might listen to something kind of motivational or tune in to like Jamie Messina if she's online or like you know I'm trying to find more people to tune into in the morning that go live because I really like that kind of live like morning motivational type of thing I have a friend uh, who's a pastor who does an Instagram prayer every day just about on weekdays but he does it around nine in the morning and it's like I'm already an hour into work at that point so you know sometimes I just don't even pay attention um that he's doing that um or I just forget like usually 10 or 11 is an easier time for me because that's about when I start wanting a break um and so I usually see you know like usually in the morning before I've even started work I'm already kind of like, you know, maybe check my emails, checking texts, um, podcasting, recording, or listening to something that I'm online for eight hours. Now, for work, I'm not literally in front of the computer all the time. Like, sometimes I'll take calls outside just because I can, uh, like, outside, like, in the sun, you know, in the yard or in the driveway or something, um... I don't usually take my computer outside of my desk. Like, I keep it on my desk because I don't want to move it too much and have a risk of dropping it or anything like that. I I usually try not to move it too much and I keep it in one spot. Even though it's a very portable laptop, like, they have it so we can go out in the field and actually work with clients in person. So it's it's one of those uh, ThinkPad, Lenovo, uh, Yoga, you know, it... it flips back and has like a tablet mode with like a stylus and everything um so that's one thing uh is that I'm definitely online and multitasking like I'll listen to Ken Coleman I'll listen to Dave Ramsey um I'll listen to uh Ice Coffee Hour once a week um sometimes I'll re-listen to episodes of stuff um, you know, Ben Greenfield, I usually have like, those are kind of my list of people that are pretty routine that I'll tune into their content, uh, Lex Friedman, you know, it's all like kind of longer form content, 
So usually in my documentation time, at least the last two hours of my day, um, I've got a podcast on uh, while I'm documenting. But a lot of the times, too, when I'm just researching and stuff, I might have a podcast on, too. Now, I'm a big believer in deep work, uh, deep focus. Uh, you know, the I do like how Lex Friedman does, like, the four-hour, um, the four hours, and then has other things during the day that he'll do, like, working out, um and uh playing guitar and other stuff that he incorporates into his days i i think he does intermittent fasting or some form of like fasting um in the mornings or something um but yeah i've definitely noticed that my stress levels get pretty high with the multitasking um Another thing I notice is kind of the brain fog that I experience. Now, I know a lot of that is tied to, like, if I have THC or if I don't sleep properly or um, if I eat something for breakfast that's just going to make me foggy. Um, For me, ideally, in the mornings, coffee on an empty stomach, um, especially if it's bulletproof coffee on an empty stomach, um, and then a lot of water, usually my focus is, like, dead on. Um, I, if I put cacao in my coffee, I'm not too wired. Um, I'm very focused. Um, but when it comes to work, because of my relationship with this job lately, it's just, it's not something I'm going to get totally into, but, um, I'm just not into the job anymore. Um, and so... I really do prefer to just be completely distracted while I'm working. I'm just like, I don't even care. I'm honestly just kind of like checked out. That's kind of my version of like, yes, I'm working, but I'm kind of checked out. Like I'm not really here. I'd rather be anywhere else, not anywhere else, but like, that's kind of why I like listening to stuff and like, you know, just cause it's like, it takes my head off of, you know, I'm doing this job that's right now it's just a paycheck honestly um I'm not trying to move higher in this job or anything um and it's you know I've I've run my course with this with this job um other things I'd say I shield from uh just on a more practical level is just paying attention to my stress levels with content that I consume. So recently I noticed that my stress levels were pretty low, and so I started engaging more in watching certain shows. Um, I was re-watching The L Word. I think I'm in season four now of that. I think I'm in season four also of Game of Thrones. I started re-watching that. But then somewhere in the last week or two weeks... I noticed um, my stress levels a little bit with content where there's arguing and bickering. Like, I was rewatching Gilmore Girls 2. Also, not 2. Um, also, and I realized just kind of like their dialogue with all the like back and forth, you know, just quickly talking and how they do that like back and forth kind of like 
um, bickering back and forth all the time. Um, it just was a little obnoxious to me. And then, um, just, you know, Lorelai, the main, you know, the mother, um, her personality is just not for me, like, as far as watching, like, just her relationship style and how stressed she is all the time and how she kind of sabotages stuff and she's got her own issues going on, you know, just watching shows where people have all these conflicts, just, it's like, you know, what am I really getting out of it, you know, Game of Thrones, everybody's just trying to survive, (laughs) and, uh, you know, then you've got those other shows that I watch where people are just stressed out, there's always something that people are stressed out about, and I started realizing how I was feeling this week and last week, and I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna stop watching this stuff, um, so I've been watching more, like, comedy and just, like, podcasts, um, that's kind of more my vibe, um, reading books, um, I love reading books about martial arts, you know, that is one thing, though, that kind of keeps me offline, is reading, um, trying to do more meditation, um, just really trying to slow my life down and not do too much multitasking and too much overstimulation. That's definitely a downfall. I noticed that I just, you know, um, it makes it so I can't actually focus and think on what I want. Um, I've noticed it does lead me to make poor decisions because I'm just so worn out. I'm just like, you know, I just need to veg and and watch this or do this or whatever instead of like go work out or go do what I need you know it's like I'm so tired from all the multitasking and stressed out from all the like other types of things that are supposed to be potentially entertaining that it's like I can't even get the energy to do the basic stuff that I need to be doing um connect so people have probably heard of electromagnetic fields, um, or the concept of grounding or earthing. So the basics of it, you know, planting your feet on the ground, bare feet. Um, so, or they say hugging a tree, um, like the earth does have an electromagnetic field, you know, as do our bodies. Um, and it is possible to get this charge from, the earth but because we're so disconnected from it um you know from rubber soled shoes or rubber tire um you know transportation you know we're not really having a lot of opportunities in our daily lives to be connected physically with the earth even if you're taking walks usually you're not barefooted walking on the sidewalk I mean, you can be, but that's still concrete. It's a sidewalk. It's not dirt. It's not sand. Now, I'm lucky enough to live near a beach. I'm lucky enough to have a front yard and backyard that have, like, access to, like, dirt and mud and plants and trees. Um, You know, we get water from the the hose. Um, There's a certain aspect of nature there even though we're in the middle of one of the world's biggest cities you know but it's like at least there's a little bit of nature around me um 
which kind of moves me into cold and sun. So cold is something that I have noticed I benefit from. Um, And I never could really fully articulate it. But then I noticed, you know, when I started listening to a little bit of um, um, what's his name? I think his last name's like Hoff or something. Um, the guy who does like the extreme cold. Um, that's kind of why I like wearing shorts a lot. And I wasn't really able to really explain that um, to people. But I really haven't gotten used to the way that hair feels on my skin. And wearing shorts is like the least amount of clothing I can wear where I can just comfortably just do what I got to do and go where I need to be. And no one's going to hassle you for like wearing shorts and a t-shirt, you know. So when I go into a grocery store, it's freezing cold because I'm in the freezer section or whatever. Like if I go into Starbucks, it's freezing cold because pretty much all Starbucks stores are like absolutely freezing because they're always pumping the AC you know, when I go outside, I know what temperature it is, what time of day the sun feels like on certain days, like when it changes, how that feels. I'm very connected with the sun and the wind just because of having like so many years of my life where I, I'm not like bundled up. Um, but I notice when I do bundle up, it does take me a while to get used to it. Now, another way to get cold is one easy thing is like a shower. Now, my shower that I have at this house has really hot water options, but it, and that's a nice thing, you know, especially when you have, like, a lot of muscle tension and stuff like I do. Um, it's kind of one motivator for, like, working out is because I'm always like, oh, I'm going to be sore, but then I'm like, but I can just jump into a really hot shower and it's really nice. And our tub actually has, like, jets on it and everything. So it's like, if you really want to take, like, a bath, it's kind of like a mini jacuzzi style it's got like jets so that's pretty dope um but so we have that hot option very easily my shower doesn't really get cold though unless you count like when you first turn it on so when I first turn on the shower it's like freezing cold (laughs) especially this time of year but if I put it all the way to cold um, once it's kind of heated up enough, like, once I put it to cold, like, the complete coldest it gets is kind of, like, a lukewarm, um, so it's not actually that cold, but the hot is really nice, it's really hot, um, so both that hot and cold is what he, he does talk about, but he just mentions in the nine ancestral tenants, the cold, um, so the sun, vitamin D, like, we can't really go without vitamin D. Um, there's also fight. So, you know, something that I've been avoiding is definitely this one. Um, that, that, this one for me kind of took me out of almost all the other ones. Now, you know, growing up, I grew up in a religious environment. And in a way, there was almost a form of competition, like not really, but there was like a standard of living where you would challenge, at least at the very least, you're challenging yourself to live by a certain set of strict 
doctrines and, you know, patterns of living and, and things like that. So regardless of what was going on around you in the world, you know, it was always like a challenge to like do this in this in this way. So, for example, I could be, you know, learning about, you know, like I could, I could it could be anything I could be um, in a you know, in high school, I'm waiting outside of one of my classes, and some rude person, like, knocks into me, and, like, purposely, like, this never happened, but, like, purposely, like, hits my book onto the floor, you know, I could curse them out, I could shove them, I could yell at them, I could get confrontational, or I could just be very passive, pick it up, go about my business, you know, but always kind of, like, in that way, like, reflecting on, like, what does the religion say, what are the traditions, you know, what are the practices in this kind of setting, according to how I'm trying to live my life, what would be a method to, to manage this situation, you know, somebody honks at you, and you're in the car, in the drive-thru, what would be the method to deal with this situation, you know, you notice that you have bank fraud and you go to the bank and, you know, there's three minutes before closing, but, you know, it's right before a weekend and you need to go into a physical branch and, you know, the person closing up, the security or whatever, you know, there's three minutes left till closing and they let two people in and then you're right behind them and they say sorry, you know, even though you're like, six inches from the person who just got in the door last it's like and time isn't even up yet it's not 5 p.m you took off work early to go like do you argue with the person do you confront them do you assert yourself like how do you address it like one thing I always appreciated about religion not necessarily like the aspect of organized religion and the control and all that kind of stuff that's maybe in a way it can be a little bit negative I always liked the challenge of you know using different kind of methods that you learn and study and talk about with others that you know are challenging and kind of challenging my own self to like live by those um as a benefit in my life you know to not go around yelling and screaming at everybody to, you know, just live in a certain way, um, that, you know, if I believe in it, then it's different than if somebody's forcing you to do it or if you don't even believe it, but it's like, you don't have to have a religion to do that. You can have your own method that you create yourself or somebody else's method or some ancient method or whatever, but that's one thing that I've noticed, you know, um, was helpful when I was growing up and you know a lot of that I was able to carry into you know I feel like that's where the majority of my success came from uh all the way past getting a master's and you know trying to get into a doctoral program and then surviving only surviving three years but at least surviving three years um you know there was that sense of competition not necessarily with others but with myself uh there was that fight um there was that risk involved of like you know and I noticed once things didn't work out with grad school that really affected me um it really kind of made it so I no longer really wanted to have that fight and competition like I noticed I really took like 
a backseat kind of passive role in life and I was just like that's why I've been like fucking coasting at this job for like three years seven years like whatever um it's gonna be seven years December 20th seven freaking years at a dead-end job you know that I already knew I didn't want to you know go forward in um I thought I thought okay best case scenario it might be possible that they'll just do me a solid like they've done a couple people in the company but I wasn't like banking on it I wasn't hoping for it I was like okay if they do offer something better I'm gonna take it but I'm not gonna apply I'm not gonna try for something better and so that's how I got this job is because I applied for something better uh, well they kind of handed it to me um in a way it's like almost like a promotion but just because of the way the structure is that they don't give promotions and raises and stuff like that um and then the last one is bond now i don't think these are listed in any order that's particularly like one's more important than the other i don't really know but um bond is more like social connections intimate connections um you know authentic connections with others um on a pretty regular basis if not daily um but that's pretty much all I have to say about these I really gotta go to the bathroom um but thanks for listening